Beyond and hello and welcome to Podcast Beyond episode 789. My name is Max Scoville and I'm joined today by my good friends Jada Griffin. Hello. Off in the UK, Simon Cardi. Hello. And somewhere between <laughs> here and the UK, talk. Taylor Lyles. Hello. Now, uh, for those of you listening at home, you missed that I was wearing a PlayStation VR 2 on my head at the top of the show, but we're going to be talking about this cool new hat that Sony just released, or, yeah, it'll be out tomorrow, I guess. My hair looks dumb now. Um, yeah, so um, all of you have been playing a ton of this thing. You've all had a chance to go sort of heads-on with it, and I figure we could all talk about that. I have not. I've worn it on my head with it turned off, which is definitely like the... Uh, the <laughs> to be fair, I spent the first 10 minutes with it, with, with it turned off on my head because I was trying to get it used to how it felt, and I also couldn't figure out how to turn it on because I didn't have the manual because it was been passed around between people. Okay, yeah. Um, and then great. I found the power button, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. That's how it, how you work it. Um, for those who don't who haven't seen it yet, the, the power button's underneath the, the visor of the headset, and so uh, if you don't, you know, I don't know where it was that where the power cord was on the first PSVR. It's been a minute since I looked at it and I forgot to check. It actually was the end of at the end of a long separate cable that you had oh, to put in the other room. So yeah, you had to wander off and do that. That makes sense. That um, tracks. Now, before we get started, I want to give a, just a couple little just shout outs, housekeeping things. Uh, for, for starters, IGN FanFest happened this last weekend. We did a ton of really cool interviews and segments and gameplay reveals of a bunch of different stuff. But uh, Brian and I got a chance to talk to not just... Um, uh, Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal, but also Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin about The Last of Us, uh, the TV show. So go uh, go check those out. There's also a bunch of like new, you know, gameplay reveal whatnots things. Um, and then if you're lo looking for something to look forward to, Sony just announced that there is going to be a state of play this Thursday, which is going to feature uh, 15 minutes of gameplay of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, as well as looks at some anticipated games from our third-party partners, as well as some first glimpses at five PlayStation VR 2 games set to arrive later this year, which is killer. We've, uh, you know, I think we've been a little bit concerned about the lineup for PSVR yeah. 2, and it's good that Sony's kind of jumping on that. And um, let's get into this. Uh, Simon, you reviewed Call of the Mountain, which is arguably the, the biggest flagship um, title. Let's, let's mm -hmm. talk about that. Tell us about it. Yeah, I gave it a 7 out of 10, which means it's good. I had a good time with it. It just wasn't quite you know for me the system seller i think it needed to be and should be like i'm a big horizon fan i know it's not everyone's necessarily favorite playstation franchise but it's one of mine and in some ways it's perfect for vr but in other ways really not the perfect game for vr like the pure spectacle of the machines and horizon like a perfect in vr to like just look at the first time you see them like it's like genuinely one of those moments so it's like wow like it sounds stupid but i generally thought wow that's quite big when i saw a tall neck uh i don't know if anyone's ever seen one before they're quite big but yeah and the archery feels good but then like the part of what i love about horizon is exploring this like dense open world and all the side stories which is exactly not what you're getting in this you're getting much more of a linear for 70 percent of it to 80 percent of it essentially a climbing game which i know a lot of people do enjoy in vr there's the climb games which are some of the best early vr games that people enjoyed and the climbing in it feel does feel fantastic mm. it generally does feel like i'm an exhausting i might add in, in longer sessions to climb these actual mountains but it's not necessarily what i wanted from a horizon game which is kind of it's always going to be hard to translate directly but i do think they kind of half nailed the combat and the look of it but yeah, most of the game, sadly, was a little bit monotonous. I don't know if anyone else has got a chance to try it out. Cardi, did you play with... Uh, I played a little bit of it this morning. Did you um, mm. play with the gesture controls or the stick controls for movement? So I kind of moved in between them. So at first, I went with the sticks just because that felt... You know, that's how I play all my games. That The movements that felt natural. But that was after about 15 minutes making me feel quite nauseous. Like, mm. I was getting... I don't normally get motion sickness in VR, but that, for some reason... I don't know if it was just the sheer verticality of this game that was doing that. But So I moved to the gesture mode, which, if you don't know what that is, it's you hold in two buttons and then kind of feign a walking motion in the direction you want to walk, and you'll move in that direction. Hold in one of those buttons on the controller and move left or right with it, and you'll look left or right. And... Once I got used to that, I found it much more welcoming and I enjoyed it quite a lot. I will say definitely better for the climbing and exploration sequences. In combat for me, nowhere near as good as using the sticks. So whenever I got into a combat situation, I would have to flip open the options and switch to the sticks because 
on the right stick, you have a quick dodge, which just makes combat a lot easier, I find. So there was kind of a middle ground to be fine. And, you know, mileage is, I think, going to vary for everyone on that one. Yeah, no, I agree. I enjoyed the gesture mode, and but that combined with climbing, it mm. was it was a workout. I played it for probably about an <laughs> hour this morning, and I was getting a good workout having to just swing my arms back and forth to run where I wanted to go, and then let go of one to turn a direction and switch and everything, and then pulling out the boat. Like, it's a lot of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, did you find the maracas? Because I had a lot of fun with the I maracas. Did. Those were great. I had what? some fun with those. My favorites <laughs> were the... Uh... With the pan pipes, I found those. If you just hold the pan pipes up to your face, they play a lovely little tune. I ended my video review of that. It's just a little Easter egg. If you stuck to the end of listening to my voice for eight minutes, you got that treat. So uh, nice. Yeah, I, there are like lots of little details that are very nice in the game, but I think for sadly, like I wasn't, you know, I wrote my review. I wasn't naive enough to think a game called Call of the Mountain wouldn't involve some climbing. I've seen the trailers. Yes, I wasn't expecting it to be this much climbing like you said it's like you know i'm not climbing mountains every day that's that's not my lifestyle but uh like especially as i had to like play this whole game in like two days like it's six to seven hours long i was yeah my arms were uh, were hanging off at the end of uh my shoulders after that for a little bit taylor did you get a chance to play call of the mountain i did not get a code sony did not send me a code for call of the mountain for bummer i was i was a little bummed about that uh but i really want to do all this climbing now <laughs> yeah it's sounds like a good workout it is definitely a good workout those of you out there uh that are looking to get a workout while playing vr this is definitely a solid game for that i agree with cardi was saying i've only like i said i only played it for about an hour this morning but i feel like the combat is very solid i really like the comp the the climbing the graphics are gorgeous like yeah being in that world just that opening boat sequence like the trailer does not do it justice like being able to look up and see the butt of the tall neck as it goes by, great. I mean, that's that's something that uh, nothing in VR looks good in a trailer. Correct. Like it's mm. there's always going to be a layer of kind of this this wonder that has to happen in the game. I feel like the, that Jurassic Park moment of looking up at the brontosaurus is kind of a, a defining like philosophy for VR. Like yeah. we've had a lot of stuff where it's like take the big thing and really make it look big, and that's like Horizon is so perfect for that. Like I could, I could definitely see a, a, you know, a universe where Sony's like, yeah, we're doing a first person or, you know, a VR uncharted game, but what do you look up at? You know, like a a a tower, definitely the best parts of the game. Like a flying, there's a whole section with a thunder jaw. That's like Mm. kind of like a cat and mouse thunder jaw section. That's like maybe in the middle of the game. Like it's a good, like half an hour to an hour long. And that's my favorite bit of the game. It does feel like you're kind of in Jurassic Park for a bit. And it's kind of combat midst of climbing, midst of like things happening around you all the time. And it really does nail that spectacle at times. And yeah, I just kind of wish there was a bit more of that mm. and a little less of What's Let's talk about the combat a little bit because it's, you know, you said it's yeah. very bow centric. There's also clearly some other, um, some other projectile weapons you get mm. uh, in there. Is there, is there any um, melee stuff? No, no, there's no melee. So it's just bow and arrow and you do get like one, one or two items later on. I don't want to necessarily spoil, although I think sure. I've just shown it do you in, get, um, in the review. And I noticed you get, you get, you do get those sort of special special ammo types yes and the really cool thing about those is you actually at first they're very cool you get to craft them yourself so whenever you you craft arrow you like you pull up the arrow and then you attach like the elemental like whether it's blaze or like frost you actually attach that onto the end of the arrow and the flight so you you manually do it the same when you like build a new piece of climbing equipment like there's a grab caster which you actually have to build by like winding string around the pieces of metal and wood like those bits are really cool those little moments and yeah, they've, they've kind of nailed all those little details. It's just, for, <laughs> I don't want to reiterate the point, I just wish there was mm-hmm. more of those really cool little things. And I don't know if maybe the, either the game was shorter or they just, I don't know. It, it's just, yeah. And how Not long did you say that the your playtime was? Right, between six and seven hours, I think. Okay. And there's not, there's some side stuff to do. There is a thing called safari mode which i actually put my mom into uh she's never been in vr before and she was more amazed by her own hands than the actual dinosaurs (laughs) around her which was very funny but that's just like a five minute you sit in the boat and like you see all the machines like do things around you it's it's like the jungle cruise at disneyland exactly yeah so that's kind of a cool thing if someone doesn't really want to play VR, they just want to sit in it. I would mm. recommend putting them in the Safari mode. Do, do they have There's any... also like a challenge section. I was going to well. ask, like, do they have any sort of, uh, you know, replay value added, like arena mode? What, like what's the challenge section? 
there's there's challenges where you like hit targets it's like more of more of the same stuff like time trials that sort of thing but like each like there are these legendary climbs which you do do as part of the story and then there are along each of those like sometimes like 10 or 12 like collectible targets you need to hit that you'll be like hidden around corners and stuff so there is a bit of replayability i i might go back and revisit it once uh like in the near future it's just like you know playing it once through already feeling quite nauseous in a short space mm. of time the last thing i wanted to do was do any climbing were you playing honest. were you playing it in sort of like large chunks were you kind of trying to mainline it i kind of yeah i yeah. kind of had to just because i was sort of short like it's definitely like if you've got like half an hour seems like a sweet spot i find that for most vr to be honest but, yeah um yeah trying to play like an hour or two at a time i was definitely both mentally and physically exhausted. Yeah, it's it's but funny because ultimately you, had a good time. That's good. Yeah, I mean, you say you say like six or six or seven hours is like a, a playtime, mm. and that's not that's not okay for like a AAA <laughs> console game. But for VR, yeah. that's that's beefy, and it's also you know it, it time passes differently when you are, uh, you yeah, know, you, you lose track of time. Exactly. In VR, yeah. Hundred percent. And it is definitely a game as well. Like I think some people say it's just like, you know, like a two-hour technical showcase experience. It is an absolute technical showcase because it is, like we said before, stunning to look at. Sounds incredible with headphones on as well. But it's also a full game. You're getting a full six or seven-hour game here. Whether it's a great game is, 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 is another question. I think it's a good VR game. So, yeah, it's one of the better VR games I've played, but ultimately not a great Horizon game which is why I gave it a seven. Hmm. I think it's a great example of like what's to come for PSVR hmm. to like first party Sony titles. I think this is everybody, the developers getting their toes wet and what we're kind of expect going forward. I think we're going to get, this is kind of like the floor level and I think it's only going to get better. I hope at least that is my, absolute. my, uh, I mean, that's a good rule prediction. of thumb for, for, I think any, you know, any launch titles, any sort of, starter starter software yeah but yeah. i mean but to cardi's point like this is a solid like use of vr it's not a just hey let's throw something out and because we need to put out games like this they put in some time they put in some work into this game and it looks gorgeous and it plays gorgeous um did you play it seating or did you play it standing up cardi i i did a bit of both just, bit of both. uh yeah i felt like it does feel weird when you're sitting down climbing because you don't quite get that same <laughs> like yeah, kind of combat weirdly felt more suited to being sit down because you're kind of almost you're not quite on rails but they're all like circular circular uh, circular circle arenas <laughs> that you're kind mm. of on a rail like you go around the circumference of them so like you're almost like sitting in like a cart going around the side and firing arrows so i kind of you can play it seated perfectly well i think but like i think with any vr for me anyway unless it is a seated game like we'll probably talk about one or two later like mm -hmm. standing does feel more appropriate especially when your character is standing for the whole game yeah did you get tangled up in the cord at all i didn't actually i did very well i uh attached the handy little safety straps as well so i didn't uh let them go and like let the controllers fly and break anything it was all very safe. I I am impressed. I don't know if we're going to move on to talk about the actual console itself. I am very impressed by it. Like I'm not the world's biggest VR believer. I I quite enjoyed PSVR one, but I think it ultimately wasn't a great success. This is a much more impressive machine. Well, that's a, we said before. That's it a, looks stunning. Yeah, that's a perfect segue right there. Uh, Taylor, you are you are quite a VR aficionado, so I figure it'd be kind of hear, cool to hear your thoughts on PlayStation VR. And I guess, yeah, what do you what do you think of it? I really enjoy it. I it massive improvement over the original PlayStation VR, and I was looking at it and then comparing it to my MetaQuest Two, and you know I think personally I think it's more comfortable to wear the PSVR Two. I like the design; it's nearly perfect. We were talking about this before we started recording, where I said this is a nearly perfect design, except for the cable. And I I understand that they were going to tether this to the console regardless, but I wish they had the option where you could just take out the cable i agree and, like use a different one because you know with the whole issue with like e-ways and also if this if that cable breaks it, you're out you're out 550 dollars, and that this is not a cheap headset that's so, so it's so antithetical to like like sony just put out the the edge controller which has swappable everything know, analog sticks yeah yeah you could buy replacement spares that seems like i don't know maybe a USB-C cable should be a thing you can replace just throwing that out there yeah, I mean, it, it's one thing, like, I understand that this is designed for the PS5, and I understand they were probably never going to make this a standalone headset. I think believing that would be very silly. 
I just wish that they had addressed that problem because that was a, a big issue that I had with the original PlayStation VR. And again, that can, that same theory applies to any headset where you have to tether it to a console or a PC or any of that nature. But at least they streamlined it. So I will give them credit for that because all those other cables you needed to set up the original PlayStation VR made you feel like an AV expert. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, I, if there's a side-by-side -side out there somewhere of like the original what's in the box kind of breakdown versus this one, and it's like, it's something like six cables that you have to hook up. Like they had, they literally numbered them. They had little tags on that was like, this is cable one, this is cable three. Like you got to hook it up, you know, in this order. And yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a huge step up. I think there's, there's a sort of unfairness that's being applied to this because the MetaQuest is a standalone device. And there's something about that where you're like, there's mm -hmm. something so convenient about that. It's great. It's wonderful to have that all packed into one thing. But at the same time, that does limit its technical capabilities. Yep. Like it's it's about the size of a Nintendo Switch. And it, I think it honestly uh, showcases a little bit better than the Switch sometimes. But like you are going to, you aren't going to have, you know, short of it being, you know, the guts of an iPhone Pro 14S Max Plus or whatever, like it's going to have its limitations, especially for, you know, 400 bucks you know, out the door. Um, in this case, you know, I think it's, it's to look at this as a $550 headset compared to the MetaQuest is, you know, it makes it seem like way, you know, way marked up. But if you compare it to something like, uh, you know, the, the Vive or like the, a, mm -hmm. a, a connected PC headset, the, like those Rift, are Oculus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a pricey machine. And again, you can't do much with it unless you hook it up to a pricier machine. And again, like a PS5 is much cheaper than a gaming PC. Yep. Like it might might be ex expensive when you compare it to like in the, you know on the console front, but like you know paying a, around a thousand bucks, a little bit more for a, a cutting edge VR headset and a device to run it with, that's that's not bad. You know you're going to be hard pressed to find a better deal than that. But again, it comes down to what you can actually do with it, and that's that's when the ball is in Sony's court. Uh, now we were talking about this um, sort of right before the show started. Greg Miller uh, tweeted out an email that was from I think some. MetaQuest PR person, and it says, uh, the headline was just PRV, PSVR 2 launch titles on Quest, and it was just like, friendly reminder, 42 out of the 49 launch window titles for PSVR 2 are already available on, or are also coming to MetaQuest 2, which is just such like a little, just like a, like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and Taylor, you kind of, you were kind of echoing this sentiment because again, you've spent a ton of time with other, other VR headsets. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I, you know, I, I did get that same email that Greg got as well. I'm not, <laughs> so when I got that, I was like, I had a feeling that something like that was going to come or it was going to be some type of like, like press release or blog posts, whatever of that nature. And, you know, that is one of the things that I kind of mentioned in the feature that I posted last week, where, you know, the biggest thing for PlayStation VR 2 is going to be the games. And if you look at the launch lineup, yeah, it's, it's a pretty like extensive list that's like 40 plus games last time i checked but then when you really start to break down how many of these, these games are on the quest too how many of these games are on pc vr how many of these games are on the original playstation vr or how many of them are all of them and when i started you know the more i kept looking into it i just realized i was like yeah and a lot of those games i've already played i really like you know what the bat very fun game and you know but at the same time too it's on paper the launch list might be great for people who have never played VR or they didn't want to commit to the original PlayStation VR, but they got the PS5 and they want to see what VR is all about because this is more accessible to them. But as someone like me who plays VR a lot, plays on my Quest 2 a lot, this launch list is a little underwhelming. And I'm really excited for the few games that PSVR 2 has at the launch that I, you know, I didn't get to play Resident Evil Village at launch yet, so when that comes out tomorrow, that's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to wake up at the crack of dawn and play that. And and Call of the Mountain, which I haven't played yet, but, you know, hearing some of the uh, same feedback that it feels either incomplete or just doesn't... It feels like a start of a good foundation. And then there's GT7, which is just a VR mode. So I feel in the first year, in the first two years, it, Sony really needs to kind of double up and give us a lot of these system selling or just games that I can't get on any other headset because that seems to be the issue with just the VR market as a whole, but especially when you look at how many of these games that are coming out. And to Meta's credit in that regard, they're doing a very good job with their exclusive Resident Evil 4 VR, which I reviewed a couple of years ago. That was really fun. I know uh, Sony worked out like some type of deal with Capcom to get the VR mode for a remake. I'm excited to check that out. But it really comes down to how many actual VR games, not just these VR modes. The VR modes are great if they're done correctly and executed properly. But having 
exclusives that you can't get anywhere else is really going to determine the measure in my opinion the measurement of success of how those playstation vr2 will be because i didn't think the original one was very successful i thought it was a good foundation but it really lacked on the games i wasn't looking at the timing for when greg miller posted that email do you think somebody at sony saw that and was like okay we got to add psvr2 to our showcase and announce our showcase now <laughs> like they're just, they're just like I thought, hey i thought greg liked playstation i think it's, i thought so I, he, too i don't think he has the passion nah i don't think so no, i think he's a, i think he's there for the, the meta the meta quest he's a big fan of that mork mork zuckelbork or whatever his name is anyway um <laughs> Yeah, I, I I do think the, the sort of issue of like the PSVR 2's launch lineup being like we keep saying this, it would be really, really cool if this thing was compatible with PC like that would do it a lot of favors. And, you know, again, it comes down to Sony's love of proprietary tech. And, it, you know, again, you're like, what what counts as an exclusive? But like that, I think, would appeal to a lot of people because VR is like one of those things that is it's there's a. I feel like there's a pretty, pretty chunky Venn diagram of people who are early adopters and VR enthusiasts. Like I it's, agree. A, it's a it's a cutting edge technology so people who are into it are they're into tech as a whole and it's i i think if you are i don't know open to you know more possibility there it would be it would be great now let's talk a little bit about what we're what we've all been playing um do we want to talk about any of the other psvr games yeah let's talk about yeah. some of those i want to i want to I, I haven't played any tell me what the cool ones yeah. are like jada what did you get to play besides? i got to play so i picked i got to play moss book one and two so I put about a, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes into each of them because I didn't have time to really, I got the codes at like, I think 6 a.m. this morning. And so it's like, all right, time to start my day with VR, six in the morning. Um, and so I got to test those. Looks gorgeous. Um, the, the diorama feel for Moss looks just even better in PSVR 2 than it did on PSVR. A um, lot of fun. Um, and then, you know, I don't have a lot to say because I literally played it for, mm -hmm. I played like the first level, the opening level of each of them. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's really great. It's gorgeous. I love the effects. I love the the storybook kind of style of it. Um, and like, that's not what it looks like in VR. Yeah. It looks so much better. Um, but it, like, that's what, you know, that's this again. Is, this is again, one of those ones where it, like VR, you think it has to be in first person. Like it's sort of this, mm -hmm. obviously there's a, a level of, um, you know, immersion that you get when you're playing as the thing. And there's this sort of seeing like what looks like a, basically a, a platformer with a really wobbly camera is kind of an odd thing, but actually playing it is an entirely different experience. And it doesn't, it mm -hmm. doesn't translate until you're actually doing it. Uh, did, did this like noticeably jump out at you as being like a huge step up compared to the previous versions? For me, yes. Okay. I, I didn't play a lot of Moss Book One um, back on the PSVR when it came out. Um, I just, it was just one of those things that just, too many cables. So I was just <laughs> like, I played it one night and I was like, cool, I really enjoyed this. And then I, I was like, I, I didn't have a need to plug back in all those cables. So um, I didn't ever finish it. So now I'm going to go right through and finish it on PSVR 2. But it does look noticeably better. Um, I wouldn't say it's like, oh my goodness, this is PS4 to PS5 or PS3 to PS5 like difference. But it is a nice improvement. It does look better. You can see that the textures are a little more refined. The colors pop a little bit better. Um, there's just, it's got a lot going for it. Um, and Moss Book 2, it's a lot of the same. Mm -hmm. But definitely you can see where they added more detail and such from the first now, one the, one of the features that the vs the vr2 has is the fov foveated rendering where basically it um directs the processing to like whatever you're looking at like it tracks mm -hmm. where your eyes are looking and makes it so that that area is getting extra attention from the the graphics the the hamsters on those wheels are mm. turning faster or mice i guess in this case but do you notice that at all is i there... didn't okay i personally didn't uh I haven't gotten enough time with it. Like come next week, once we have beyond, I'm going to put a lot more time into my VR headset. I'll be able to like, kind of like look for those types of things. I mean, I think the goal is that you're not supposed to be able to catch it because if it's, Oh, I'm going to catch it. Okay. Yeah. You got to catch it. <laughs> close to the mouse. I'm going to catch it. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's <laughs> like, yeah. it's like sound. It's like editing or sound design where like, you're not supposed to notice it. If it's, if it's you, done yeah. properly, you don't notice exactly. it. Correct. But I think that is really cool. And like, that's such a, it's a, a that, that kind of breaks my brain in terms of how, things work mm. like imagine if this got applied to like conventional console games if we had you know some kind of eye tracking hooked up to our tv this sounds a little bit dystopian but you know it's kind of like i don't know it's it free, frees I mean, up a there, lot of there's a lot of games that use that kind of like not that exact technology but they do that kind of in the background is after you clear an area it stops loading those areas if you're not looking at something yeah, after you squeeze through the crack it's yeah you know, exactly yeah. or if you're you know you're looking in one direction the lod behind you is is less they don't they don't put as much performance into that because they don't need to because you're not looking mm -hmm. at it on screen. And when you turn around, it starts rendering that, you know, rapidly. Yeah. Um, now, Taylor, what have, what have you been playing? 
I have been playing Kayak VR because nice. I really like kayaking. <laughs> and when I when I saw my email that I got a code for it, I said, "Oh, yeah, let me just let me go install this right now." And it's if you just need to like turn your brain off and just you know kayak around these very scenic locations. I was like, "Wow, I don't even have to give my passport a workout. I could just." plug in my PSVR 2 and play this on my PS5 and paddle these very lush and tropical or, you know, Icelandic areas. And that is probably one of my favorite experiences. I don't know. Again, this is before I got a chance to play Resident Evil Village and y'all know I love my Resident <laughs> Evil. So uh, this might change, but so far this is my favorite game that I've played on PSVR 2 yet. This looks amazing. This it looks does. gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. love that there are, there are sort of different philosophies in what a PS, what a, well, what a VR game could be. And some of them are like, let's take a cool vacation. And some of them are like, let's give you a panic attack. And this one is definitely <laughs> in the former camp. Like, the, it's funny that you're like, uh, I want to get murdered by a nine foot tall woman. Or I want to go, you know, kayaking with dolphins, you know, one or the other. Just <laughs> go big or go home. I still take the nine foot tall woman. I mean, who wouldn't? But uh, <laughs> so let's. So I guess what is the gameplay for, for kayak VR? Is it just I mean, it's it looks like some chill paddling, but also some some racing um it's it's most i think it's there's i haven't had a chance to play it online i've only just been doing single player but i believe the online mode if i recall it's you're just paddling with a bunch of your friends and i think you can race i think there's the option for that it's but definitely it, racing and it's intense it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean just looking at the trailer yeah i was, yeah, I was yeah. like does anybody want to race me in kayak vr i'll take yeah i just went to costa rica i just went i just went to costa rica and sat there for a bit i didn't even paddle i just <laughs> needed to escape there you uh, go. Yeah. If you live in Britain, you'll understand that sentiment. But yeah, I just sat there for a bit and you know what had I'm a dream. About? I'm curious if you if there's collision in the kayak VR game. Like that's one thing I want to mm -hmm. know. Like if you run into somebody else in VR, is there a collision? Does your headset vibrate? Because mm. it's got the rumble feature in there. Um, I didn't, but when I hit a wall, it definitely did. Okay. So, you can feel yeah. the. You can yeah, like you're like oh, you hit yeah. this little little piece of ice. <laughs> Yeah, this no. Is, yeah. This is so funny to me. There was a game I was I assume it's probably going to show up on PSVR as well. It was a it was a meta game that I I I can't remember what it was. I want to say it's called like Stealth Ops. It's got a kind of generic sounding name, but it's got um David Hayter in it and he it, it's kind of a solid snaky kind of game, but he actually plays the bad guy. But it's got a whole narrative thing where basically, you know, you're like doing a nighttime incursion. You're sneaking in, you're going to shoot a bunch of dudes with a silenced pistol. But you're in a kayak the whole time. Which is like really funny to me. There's something like kind of kind of <laughs> night night boat esque about that, where it's just like, all right, you're paddling around in a little boat and you're gonna shoot some dudes, and it's like, you know, it's like what if what if like Solid Snake just like never got out of his little submarine, he just wants to paddle around. But... Just Navy SEALs, yeah. Max, just Navy SEALs. Emphasis on the SEAL, yeah. Um, yeah. What what else have you guys been playing, uh, Simon? You you have what yeah. what the bat? Yeah, I've been dipping in out a few games. What the Bat is very fun. If you've played What the Golf, it's one of the better Apple Arcade games, in my opinion. I played it on Switch, actually, in the end. But basically, you're a child who has baseball bats for hands, and you have to... It starts off very simple. Hit a ball uh, at a trophy to complete the level. But it just... If you play What the Golf, you know the sort of thing that's going to happen. It's going to get sillier and sillier, and you end up doing things that are nothing to do with baseball, like yeah. you see here, like just like cooking eggs and brushing your teeth. And It's not the most difficult game in the world, but it's just very... It's, I think it's a good first VR game because you're kind of there's a little bit of movement. You're not going to get sick. It's quite like it's a real like showcase for how beautiful it can look. Cause it's just like bright colors everywhere. And yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm really I'm about halfway through. I think it's like four hours. Um, so it's quite a bit to do in it. And yeah, I've been having a great time with that so far. I don't know. Um, I what this reminds me of. Oh, go ahead. Jim. No, go for it. Oh, I was gonna say. You know, when I first saw the trailer for What the Bat, uh. I, it, it immediately reminded me of this other VR game that came out years ago called The American Dream. It was by some Australian developer. I believe it was called Samurai Punk. And it the premise was basically the same, except replace the baseball, the baseball bats with firearms. And I thought it was like the goofiest little thing. You're sitting here flipping hamburgers, but you're taking a shot at it. And I just I was like, so so when I saw one of the bat, I was like, yes, I was like. I, I love goofy games like this and oh yeah we have it up right now but it was such a, a silly game but i thought it was funny i thought like <laughs> games like this they're very short but i think they do a very good job with kind of giving you the the basics and the fundamentals of how to mm -hmm. play vr games like yeah they're they're not asking for much and i believe in the case with uh, with the american dream i'm pretty I, it was almost like an on rails but it wasn't but some sections 
were kind of more or less but you were like on this roller coaster and you were just living through different points of light like yeah see you could like shoot the can open and then just drink the beer i just think that, that it's so stupid but i thought it was the funniest thing there's a there's a special kind of game that i really adore it reminds me of like so back in the day you know you'd get licensed games where like there would probably be like a half-baked game mechanic and they'd shop around and be like yeah it's a game where you uh you sled around in a bunch of yards and someone's like it could be a home alone game you're like that doesn't happen in the movie it doesn't matter it's close enough you know yeah. it's like okay you know this is this that that phoned in just like kind of cash grab approach to making games which this feels like that but applied to regular ordinary tasks where like it's just you know, job simulator is like if you had someone who had, had no idea what a job was, yeah. trying to make a game about jobs. <laughs> you know, like they don't they don't know if this is yeah. going to be an accurate portrayal of this. And this is like an alien coming to the planet, and it's like you're they're given two guns, and like here you go, live your life, <laughs> and you have to do, use your guns for everything yeah. in your life. Yeah, I really want to play yeah. What the Bat. That looks like a ton of fun. I mean, I don't, Kari said yeah. it didn't, you know, resemble baseball, really. But, you know, shout out to my baseball coaches for like 10 years that had me cooking eggs <laughs> with bats. Like, it was just, it was challenging. <laughs> but, you know what? I uh, I got on base this a is, lot more. This is 100% like a game for the art kids who were just like out in left field, just like, you know, kicking clods <laughs> of dirt around and like hitting each other with the bats instead of playing actual yeah. baseball like i love this so much shout out just, to those kids out there doing yeah, like grass yeah. saint snow angels in the grass yeah just you know, <laughs> nobody wants to play sport like it's this is for people who just go what's a sports you know like this is what the <laughs> sports, sports ball what is for sport? the f- sports ball for the win <laughs> yeah and I, yeah um, yeah i've been playing some other things though like i think it goes to what we were saying before though that like the two my two favorite games i've played on psvr2 are probably two of my favorites from ps psvr1 uh which says a lot like thumper I don't know if anyone mm. else played Thumper. Like Thumper is great. Uh, maybe my favorite VR game outside of Astrobot, which we can talk about why there is an Astrobot on this uh, SVR two. Yeah, I'm not quite sure, but um, maybe we'll get one at State of Play. We hopefully better get crossed. one at State of Play. Um, but if you haven't played Thumper, it's incredible. Sort of like rhythm. It's a rhythm game, but it takes place in this sort of like oppressive, like Willy Wonka boat tunnel across the 2001: A Space Odyssey with the most. Like I said, like oppressive, like electronic score you've ever heard, and flaming skulls everywhere. It's amazing. Like if you have that with headphones on, like nothing quite like got me into VR as much as that did. I think so. I, I remember somebody I selling think... me on this as being like, "This is the most frightened I've ever been of noises." Yeah, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I think this is one. I don't think it's a free upgrade, but if you do already own Thumper, I think it's a small i'm not sure if it's like 10 20 you can pay yeah there's like a upgrade path yeah yeah um similar to tetris which i've also been playing which is just you know everyone knows how good tetris is i'm not really telling anyone anything new there but tetris (laughs) is tetris Tetris what is this tetris is is, uh it's about these little creatures um no it's not there's lots of little bots (laughs) Uh, and um yeah it's just amazing and yeah if you haven't played tetris check out tetris hot new game of 2023 i mean i, I remember hearing it took the, the world by storm was it on the ds or on the switch when it went online there was like tetris mm-hmm. on there yeah i heard it, I heard it was yeah. a big thing the, the battle royale one yeah yeah was, yeah i still can't believe <laughs> that was really thing. took off yeah, right yeah. i remember i like i tried to show my my brother who's like old and he doesn't care about games he cares about them on like a very like just surface level like what is the technology what's it about and i was like mm. you got to check out vr and he's like all right i tried it in the 90s it sucked and i was like okay well let's try this and i like again struggled to get out all the wires and set up the psvr and fumbled with it and i showed him like i like you gotta here check out tetris it's really cool and he's like it's it's tetris and i was like yeah but it's like cool and he's like i don't care and i was like all right we'll try and i think i i I think like my camera wasn't tracking right or something i tried to show him like no man's sky and he was like why can't i stop looking at the ground and i was like you know what let's go up play outside this isn't working so hot this is a problem (laughs) let's go look at the actual sky um I got a chance. I also could spend a little bit of time with the Star Wars, the hmm. um, I can't Tales from the Galaxy. Tales Edge. from the Galaxy's it, Edge. It, thank it, you. <laughs> um, I'm not impressed with it so far. Um, it's it's fine, but also I was playing it seating because I didn't have time to set up my whole living room space this morning. Um, I found it really hard to grab all my tools off my belt, and I had the hardest time putting stuff in my accessory pouch. Like I'm like grabbing items, and I'm just like dropping them on the floor, and then trying to grab it. But then I grab the pouch, and then I grab the I have to swap hands. Like it's, I don't know. I think it's gonna be a cool experience once I get further into it. But oh, the early, the first like. 30 40 minutes of it was a little rough for me um personally I, at least in seating mode i played a bit of this on on quest and i really wanted to love it because it is i like star wars tales of 
is a special corner of my brain. Like I used to love the tales of the Moss Eisley Cantina, tales of the mm. bounty hunters, all that. And like, this is clearly kind of a nod to that, but it's also, you know, it's like kind of the VR version of going to the theme park, which I still haven't done, but like, it's, it felt kind of, I mean, it's cute. It's like very much like this is an all ages kind of thing. And yeah. it's, it, but it also felt like it, oh God, it reminded me of like kind of the episode one era of star Wars games. Like it oh. feels like a little bit like, not, mm, it's not a little uncanny valley kind of to a degree when it comes to like the gameplay not looks but like just kind of like the experience overall. it's just kind of like it's kind of generic gameplay you yeah. know like it's not doing anything specifically notable and it's you know as far as how much the star wars license is doing for me it like wasn't really mm. scratching that itch you know makes sense and it's, it's soulless just just call it soulless oh come you're, on you're, you're okay playing. yeah i don't know i honestly i didn't even i didn't get that far <laughs> with it but like it's it's weird because it clearly is this like new it's this new corner of Star Wars which is all like the Disney stuff. So as a boring old 30 something year old nostalgic man who wants to feel like an 8 year old again, it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really doing the thing I thing I wanted. To. I didn't have enough like kind of, you know, retro fan service or whatever, but it was mm. you know, it was cool. Um I just remember playing the like the first blaster shootout and being like, you know, this is okay, but this is again playing after a, playing a whole lot of different VR games. And I was kind of like, this reminds me of like a Wii game. Mm. Like it's, it works. It feels okay. It's, it's fun enough, but it's kind of like, I've sort of done this before. Like it's, you know, it's. No. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. I, that, that tracks, you know. Yeah. It, I remember in our review, we called out that the haptics use was really, was really cool. The, I didn't get a chance to experience much of that yet. Not much has happened in that first 30 minutes. I've been kind of like struggling. As I said, I had a hard time putting items into my, mm -hmm. my, my pouch. So <laughs> it was kind of hard to advance. I'm like, I mean, I you ever try getting your stuff. phone out of your pocket when you're sitting down? It's kind of like that. It is. You know? It it's is a little tricky. So, the game. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be a better experience when I, I'll try it standing up later tonight when I get home. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, it has a, it has a mode for seating for playing. And so like they've made it with that option just didn't seem like it worked really well for me at least on my first attempt um so but like i said 30 minutes in so i don't want to pass full judgment yet nice is there any other psvr stuff we're playing that we want to call out that's everything i've played uh, the other thing i know uh i had one question from the um the facebook beyond group that was asking about the cinematic mode uh which is basically wearing the headset and playing either a non-vr game or watching a show uh so i uh, put it on and I was playing uh, Wild Hearts with NVR, um, which was kind of cool. It's just kind of basically makes the screen widescreen mode um, and you're just like everything else around it's just black. So if you really want to play games and ignore your kids, loved ones or anything else like that, you could play your regular games in VR with the PSVR 2 just like that and just have your own screen to yourself. I did I did a ton of, of sort of cinema mode with the first one. Yeah. Like one of my sort of fondest memories of Final Fantasy 15 had just come out when I'd gotten mm. it. And my wife and I were both playing and we only have one TV. So I was playing with the, with the headset on and it was really funny because it, it did, it did have like a little bit of drift and I'd be mm -hmm. playing for like hours and I'd suddenly realized that I was just like looking at the corner of my living room <laughs> and it just turned away. Um, and again, it was like, that was, that was all right. It was passable. It was, it, yeah. it did okay. But like, what do you notice the screen being like, better like is it a good way of kind of showcasing the resolution better but it definitely if you have a smaller tv it looks larger yeah so it gives you mm -hmm. so if you're you know if you're you have like a 20 inch tv that you're playing on you know shout out to my 20 inch friends out there <laughs> um i don't know where that was going either way um it's a cool use if you want to be able to you know play it in a bigger type yeah. of screen i've a, i've got a 60 inch so like for me it doesn't do make much sense for me unless i was in a single household single tv household um like that like you yeah. were for your situation but for me it was cool um i did like it when i put on like the pulse headset um and it kind of like helped with the sound quality because the earbuds are okay but i don't really they fall out of my ears too much i have a real hard time with the earbuds they use um and then i watched some stuff on netflix and it's cool it was fine it was a nice little widescreen I, movie i watched some youtube oh you guys ever checked out youtube what's good that's uh yeah. did you watch YouTube? I, i've heard that yeah. i've heard that like in the the, the circles around like my younger yeah. brother and all his friends they've Stop. talked about it there's, there's like <laughs> 20 20 more it. than 20 videos on there it's incredible. okay i watched some, <laughs> I watched some premier league highlights did it you like, it was just like i was back in the stadium in all seriousness yeah. cardi did you watch any of the vr youtube did you mess with that at all do you know what i clicked on a couple and they weren't working like as uh -huh. they should 
I, I was moving the sticks around and the video is moving, but on a flat screen. That's so weird. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's a, like the YouTube hasn't updated on the PS5 yet or something. To Seems very. I honestly don't know if they have sure. people working in that department anymore. There was this, yeah, there was this know, whole but, push when like yeah. VR first started happening what have you where they when were it trying became, to like mainstream sort of yeah yeah, yeah. well they, they were trying to get more vr content and like ign did this huge like vr push and we have like there's like a short film about like shooting guns or something like we did this whole like mm-hmm. crazy overproduced thing and then it's on there it's cool there's also like a tour of our office which i wound up like pulling up on the on the quest when we were, were working remotely at first and i got all like sad and i was like <laughs> i miss my desk i miss my friends this is terrible <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. That's that's out there. I I had no idea if it works, but that's you know something to check out. Um, now, Jada, you mentioned Wild Hearts. Yeah. Did we talk about that? Are either of you are either of you playing it? I do not have the time. No, no, I'm gonna be pretty like once Resident Evil Village comes out, I'm gonna be heads down on that because I am also doing the review for us. So. Okay. Fun. Well, let's let's touch on this. I played a little bit, but I want to hear your thoughts. On yeah. This. So I'm a big Monster Hunter fan. I've got I don't know three thousand hours into no probably like 300 hours into uh world 3000 i mean i don't know maybe who knows um i've played all the monster hunters wild hearts is i i couldn't come up with a better quote than what tom mark said in our review whereas if um oh my goodness uh sincerity is it's a great quote it yeah, it was a great quote. What was the quote? Like, in, like flattery is the yeah. purest form of sincerity. Like when you're sincerest form of flattery. Imitation, yeah. is, imitation the is the word. Of like, word yes. yeah. to write words. Yes, I, to, yeah. yes, I remember the quote. I'm great, guys. Sorry, Tom Marks. I, I totally butchered the quote. I'm just gonna blow past it because it's gone. If you want to hear the quote, go watch the video. It's a great video. It's a great review. Um, but no, Wild Hearts is awesome. It's the probably one of the best games to get into the monster hunter genre if you are if you've never played a monster hunter game wild hearts copies i don't say copies but borrows a lot of things from monster hunter but simplifies a lot of the 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 more like complex or the things that are just really detailed like you don't have a bunch of items you need to worry about using mid mid battle you don't have to worry about you have like one potion that you just drink for health you don't have to worry about oh i need to drink a hot drink so i can stay warm in the cold areas or i need to drink a cold drink to stay you know cold in the hot in the volcanoes like you don't have to worry about that type of stuff so it simplifies a lot of those things you don't have to flip through an item wheel um there's a plenty of weapons the weapons all are a lot of fun i've been using the bladed wagasa which is the parasol um type <laughs> weapon um and it's very focused on like parrying so like i do no damage at the start of the fight but as soon as the enemy attacks me is and i get that parry i can counter for big damage and it builds up a gauge and as the gauge fills more and more up there's three stages of it each hit does more hits multiple hits so i'm basically spinning the parasol out on each hit as i uh, charge it up. I don't know why I have to charge up a parasol to be able to spin it and do more damage, but that's just how the system works in here. Um, to kill a giant rat that has a walnut for a tail, obviously. Exactly. There you go. Um, but no, I like I love the monster variety. Uh, so far, I fought the rat, the raven, uh, the boar, the uh, a badger, a little like carbuncle mouse thing, and then a rooster. Um, so far. So four food find. groups, perfect. Yeah, well, you know, got to get all, got to get them all in. Part of a healthy, healthy diet. Um, but yeah, no, it's. I think it's great. I think the the gameplay is fun. There's a lot of creativity that you can do with the the building mechanics. The karakuri is what they're called. Um, you can build a bulwark with like that wall, uh, which will stop rampaging um, beasts and knock them in the air, knocking them down, so you can get some free hits in. Um, it's got a cool upgrade tree to upgrade those. You get like a propeller so you can fly around through the air. There's fireworks to knock out flying enemies out of the air. There's like, there's tons of stuff. There's a lot of things to play with. And I was playing with my partner and your worlds are separate and where you build all your mechan- your your stuff. Like, cause you can build zip lines and other stuff all through the world and they stay there um, regardless of how much time has passed. But your worlds are separate. So when he would join, my partner would join my world, he'd see all my stuff. He's like, oh, I'm copying that because that's a really cool setup. I like how you have your zipline set up. And then I would go to his world and see something like, oh, I really like where you have this little uh, updraft where you can, you know, just climb into the air. Um, but yeah, Max, what are your thoughts? How are you liking so it so I played far? a little bit of it. I, I went into this as someone who's like Monster Hunter has never clicked for me. It just, yeah. it just doesn't do the thing. And I, I also, I think it's over-designed. Like, I think they just, they really, really love to just embellish the living hell out of these creatures and, like, the the 
armor is just like really I, like it's got it's gaudy and some people mm -hmm. are into that some people really love that uh it's all about the fashion hunter max yeah some people really love that and you know i just it doesn't click for me but i was like you know what i'll give it a shot it's on it was on the ea play preview thing whatever mm -hmm. on xbox um forgive me for playing that other system um but yeah I, I messed around with it and i was actually really shocked about how good it felt like mm -hmm. i really i really enjoyed the just the, the combat the traversal like it kind of just immediately like clicked and it also does something that i really it, it has maybe my favorite sort of introduction to a game mm. i've seen in quite some time where it starts and it has like kind of an establishing shot and then it slowly zooms in and then it's like you're playing just and it does that, right i mean it's that like uncharted thing where it like it just seamlessly moves from like you know cutscene to to gameplay in this case you know you're playing as a sort of generic uh character who's uh you know scampering around but it was just it it was a really I'm, I'm very tired of games talking and not letting me play. Yeah. Like, I really like it when they just get out of the way and let me just explore. And this one did a pretty good job of that. And then, of course, it eventually stops down and gives you some, you know, exposition and, you know, dumps you to the character creator and then has you doing those same handful of, like, perfunctory early game tutorial quests, basically. Yep. Um, and I messed around with those. And, like, I was just, I was surprised at how much fun it was to just beat up these monsters and have a good time with that. And I'm, I'm probably not going to stick with it, but, like... I, I came away like you know pleasantly impressed um so you know I'm, I'm glad it exists out there it's also i mean what we we just got a, a big monster hunter game did Tears? it just come to place to, what? oh monster hunter rise yes yeah. rise just came to the ps4 and xbox but that's like, uh, like that's like january a, is I that think. like a half measure that's not like another mainline i don't know i forget no rises of rises okay. the next full installment for monster hunter is just it was a switch exclusive at the start and then it went right, to pc right. right afterwards and now yeah. it's come to other consoles finally yeah. well i mean i guess what i'm saying is that i'm happy that monster hunter fans have something else to play unless they hate this in which case i'm sorry i don't yeah. know what to go back tell to you. play monster hunter yeah i don't know just, it's more <laughs> monsters for you to, to hunt and hit fight that rat with a walnut for a tail you can just beat him up there i chop it off um did, yeah, we, did, we, lo did we lose them there they no, are they're, they're hey. still here hey um yeah yeah i don't know sorry it just it cut away from you guys you were having too much fun i didn't i didn't yeah, want to like, I take away to say. i heard like the you, little you, you the, the discord noise in my in my ear there for a second i was like oh um now i have something we've talked about games that exist that we're playing and playstation vr games that are that are real um mm. i wanted to play something very stupid really quick Mm. which is called a new game called what vr playing or no it's what i, what I was gonna call vr it? not amused VR not amused sorry i'm bad at this so i've got our, our big spinny wheel here the wheel of fortune and it's covered with names of games that do not exist in vr but let's say they were to get vr components let's say you were going to get your call of the mountain or your arkham vr mm. for this game but the thing is those vr components are never quite the full thing there's always this sort of expectation and the reality like we got final fantasy 15 in vr and it was a fishing game. So I want to kind of, I want to hear your realistically disappointing pitches for VR games. Okay. Simon, should we start with you? You actually put, you said I will come on the show as long as I get to spin the wheel. Are we? I love spinning. You know okay. I love spinning the wheel. All right. I'm going to spin, spin it. it. Should, should I spin it? And you know which one of those I want as I know, well. So I know. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I'll just use my telepathic powers or telekinetic powers. Uh, I'll work in. Oh, Bloodborne. Oh, oh Bloodborne. I've played... Uh, 20 hours of this game and never finished it i'm sorry to everyone um a vr bloodborne what could you do with that it's, like, it's gonna be horrible isn't it uh how about you're one of the people just other those poor people in yarnum just trapped in their houses and all you can do is watch the horrors from out out of your window and occasionally someone knocks on your window and says can i have some blood and you have to you have to you have to like drain blood from your own body Just and pour VR out the mailbox to them <laughs> yeah and then what happens is predator turns up and predator was on here you the, didn't get it you're cheating I know, it's, it's a shame i have to work it in somehow and it turns out actually right at the end of the game you look in the mirror and you are predator and he was in yarnum all along he is the oldest of all the hunters you know he is a hunter i guess you yeah I'll, he fits and tracks. i'll allow it i do like that I, that is go. that is exactly the level of disappointing verification that i'm thinking it's like yo remember bloodborne it's this crazy amazing world you can explore yeah. it it's got incredible combat but what if you were that lady who's having a dinner party and laughing real loud and the hunt's <laughs> yeah. going on outside you yeah. have to have like polite conversation and go oh, 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 oh and then you hear like it would be Bleh. called bloodborne you know, colon drained you know what boring you know what i would bloodborne. like for bloodborne? <laughs> i would like to see power wash simulator vr cleaning mm. yarnum in bloodborne for Just bloodborne vr restore it to its, it's former yeah. glory yeah. All right. Jada, you're off. All right. 
What I get? We got uh, Pro Cycling Manager 2016. Okay. <laughs> Everyone so, loves that universe. Pro Cycling Manager. Take it manager. down a notch. Yes. It's the disappointing so, VR version. Um, you've all seen, probably seen Ted Lasso. We've talked about it on the, the show in, in the past episodes. So this is going to be a VR experience of being just the manager of a pro cycling team. So you're not actually ever going to get on a bicycle except inside the gym when you're just testing the equipment that you've done repairs. So you're going to be going and you're just going to be like the person who is handling all of the repairs for your team's cycling. Uh, so you're just going to be there. You have to put the bike chain back on to the bikes. You have to replace the handlebars. So you're not even the manager. You're just like the you're, you're like <laughs> yes. the team so bike repair. So the yes. equipment <laughs> manager. That's the what you are. Manager. Okay. But that's just one of the characters. And so after, and then you, what you do is you go through the ranks and you level up. No, I think that's too through. ambitious. I think it has to be like a four-hour experience. You where eventually you just fix the bike become chain. the captain of the team uh, or the uh, the, and that, the coach of the I team. I think that's a deeply optimistic view of of the career path of bicycle people. All right, uh, Taylor. Hear me out. Right at the end, you look in your helmet, and in the reflection, you see Predator. Okay. Yes. Predator I don't think that's off. a very good Predator if you can <laughs> see him. I think you see like a little wrinkle in the trees. You're like, I wonder what that was. But you're miles past that at that point. You're going down a big hill. All right, Taylor, you're up. All right. Any second now. And you have Persona 5. I had a Ooh. feeling I was going to get that, although low-key, I kind of wanted my friend Peppa Pig. <laughs> but <it's, laughs> All right, so for Persona 5, so you know how it has like that very artistic style? It kind of gives me comic book vibes. Imagine you have a VR spinoff game for that, but you're actually drawing your own Persona game, and you have to draw everything from scratch, so <sighs> even if you have like the worst drawing ever, they're not going to try to use like a neural network or AI or anything to automatically generate what they think you were going for. It's just going to be like, oh yeah, so you drew the stick figure? Well, now they have a stick figure in Persona. I love that it. That sounds amazing. I and then right at the end, look. I want to see this. And then right at the end, it looks you look like in... someone else drew it, you know? Yeah. You're the, pre yeah. You're the predator? Then, no, well, 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 we'll get there. You have to wash, obviously you have to wash the paintbrushes in, in a pot of water and then there's the VR. tearing up at the side of it. Oh, you, look in, you look in the reflection of the water and you predator. Well, yeah. I, I will say this: uh, VR, VR, definitely not amused. And there's a clip from the film Predator. For those of you listening at home, that's what's playing on our TV. On that note, I think we did it. I think we did a whole episode of Beyond. I think we'll have to save this for next week and save some treats for then. Um, I don't know. I, v, VR is certainly a little bit amused. Yeah. Uh, Jada, Taylor, Simon, thank you so much for hopping on and uh, and joining the show. This has been a blast. Uh, and we will see you next week. Beyond. 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 Beyond.